0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. I'm Allie Petiti, and here on Trying to Figure It Out we do exactly that. We try to figure it all out. We talk about things like friendship, mental health, dating, and more and we really do learn about life along the way. This week on Trying to Figure It Out, we are going to get into one of my favorite topics to talk about with one of my favorite people. We are going to do a conspiracy theory episode. So me and my girl Georgia are just going to go over some of our favorite conspiracy theories because that is something we talk about a lot. So welcome to Trying to Figure It Out, Georgia.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome. I'm so happy to finally be doing this with you.
0: You really have been asking. As a full
1: circle moment.
0: It is a really full circle moment. You were here when I first was starting the idea. I know. So before we begin, I just want you guys to know that Georgia brought this putty for us to play with while we are taping today. So Georgia, you want to give a little bit of background as to why we have it?
1: Oh yeah. So I have really bad ADD and ADHD. So in order for me to be able to focus, I kind of need something to fidget with or else I will be kind of off the rails. So <laughs> this is my best friend. What is it called? It's Aaron's Thinking Putty. It's my favorite thing. Well, thanks for bringing it. Of course. Okay, let's, for
0: you? let's continue on. I am at Georgia in a really funny way. I was walking my dog and this was back in January. I was supposed to leave to go to Hawaii the day after. And I had literally no idea who was gonna watch my dog. And I was kind of just hoping I would find a solution or find someone to help me out. And I was kind of leaning into using a WAG, but didn't have any idea or experience even using the app. So I was getting in the elevator and I saw this girl who came into the elevator with me, which happened to be Georgia. And she was like... I'm starting a dog walking business because I want to save money to buy a car because my parents won't let me get a car unless I get dog walking money. So um, if you ever want me to walk your dog, just let me know. And I was like, who is this girl like talking to me in the (laughs) elevator? I was like, is she 12 years old? Like, but also like, wait a second. How do you feel about watching my dog for eight days while I go to Hawaii? I
1: was like, I just don't understand. Like, she's like, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow morning for Hawaii. And I don't have anyone to watch my dog. And I was like, what do you you mean you're leaving tomorrow? Like, you're like, yeah. Like, I had no idea what I was going to do. So on brand. I was just like, "Okay." like this girl seems kind of cool.
0: It was just fate the way we met. And then I was like, so can you watch him starting tomorrow and keep him for a week? And you were like, "Uh, yeah, I just have to ask my mom. And I was like, wow, I haven't heard someone say that they need to like ask their mom something in so long because you're so much younger. And so about an hour later, I get a text from Georgia. She's like, my mom said it was okay, but she wants me to bring my dogs down to meet your dog to make sure that it's going to be fine. So Georgia comes down with her two massive dogs and comes into my unit and just hangs out with me for like an hour. And we just start getting to know each other, having a lovely little chat. Our dogs got along great and she watched Bowie for an entire week. And then I think it was halfway through the trip where you said to me, you sent me some text about something like completely unrelated to Bowie. And I was just like, did we just become best friends? Like, are, are we like on that level now? And you started asking me advice on stuff. And I remember by the end of the trip, I texted you and I was like, OK, you're like my little sister. We're going to be best friends now.
1: I do remember <laughs> that. I think I still have the text.
0: No, I literally vividly remember like telling you my entire life story while I was on
1: that trip. No, I know. <laughs> just so quickly, like we just clicked and like you just became my literal big sister and best friend like just instantly and the rest is history
0: so georgia and i live in the same building but i'm sadly moving out super soon and we're now going to be in a long distance sister relationship. <laughs>
1: it's going to be really hard.
0: I know. She's she's very sensitive about it, so we won't get too deep no, into no. it. <laughs> Since the time that I've met Georgia, we not only have had many sleepovers, many fun days together, but we've also had a lot of adventures. We went to Knott's Berry Farms, <laughs> which was so random, but very on brand. We have toured houses together when I was looking for where I was going to move to. We've had endless meals. We... What else have we done together? Shopping. Yeah, we, oh my gosh, we went last weekend to the Goodwill <laughs> bins. It was just like it was really scary. overwhelming. It's a lot. It was a lot and there were a lot of people there and- We
1: didn't bring gloves.
0: But also just the way that they do it with like taking the bins out and then They're bringing like, in the new ones. No one go above the yellow line. It's for your safety. Everyone get back. Like and they- the guy is there. He's like, okay, you can't go until I say go. And then when I say go, don't kill me. Just don't kill me, okay? <laughs> And then this guy is just like, okay, go. And then you see him run away because he's terrified of all the thrifters that are like looking to get the best stuff. So anyway, we're going to get back to the main theme of this episode. I was trying to figure out what would be fun for me and Georgia to do because I know she's wanted to be on the podcast for a while. And something we talk about a lot is conspiracy theories. And it's something that we find extremely entertaining. And we both struggle with ADD and get really distracted by things very easily. And I think that something we always end up reverting back to when we're having conversations is always conspiracy theories. So we're going to go through our favorite ones today and maybe even some ones that we haven't discussed before. Are you ready? I am. Okay. We're going to start with my favorite one. And I think about this all the time. I think it's really crazy. Avril Levine. Okay. I grew up loving Avril Levine. I still actually love her. You know, I'm an emo girl. You know, I'm into that shit. But when Avril Lavigne was younger, she signed a million dollar contract to her record label and had a really successful album. I mean, she was like the girl when I was growing up. Not as much for you, but like for me, when I was growing up, Avril Lavigne was a big thing.
1: No, but she was still like big. Like she, like her songs have come back for sure, and she's right. still like making music and.
0: And I mean, her songs are time like her earlier songs are so timeless. I feel like they've stayed relevant for so long, but 100%. like percent. Yeah. So a blogger started a theory that speculates that she might have been kind of overwhelmed with the fame and really struggling with her mental health and having a lot of issues with being so famous. So at the time, there was this woman named Melissa Vandella, and she was like almost like a stunt double who basically, like at times where Avril Lavigne was really struggling or like couldn't get herself out of bed certain days, this woman, Melissa, would go out and do red carpet appearances for her or show up to events. So this w- woman, Melissa, like basically was out and about pretending to be Avril Lavigne. So this part is true. Melissa Mandela actually did okay, go so out there. I was about to ask if Yeah, that's this actually true. this part is true from what I understand from the research I've done. This part is true that she actually did go out and pretend to be Avril for like some events here and there. So there is a theory that Avril died... And Melissa continued on being Avril Lavigne because at the time she had just signed this massive deal. She had the hottest album of all time and like everyone was so obsessed with her. So the label and all these people on her team basically had Melissa continue on being Avril Lavigne. And so fans like speculate so much stuff about this. They say her handwriting changed. They say that her nose is different. Her talking voice is different. Her singing voice is different. Her style has changed. Like there are theories out there that like, if you really dive into it, like you can see the differences in like when people think this happened, right? But she's even actually addressed it on her TikTok, making TikToks being like, what the fuck like it's obviously not true I need
1: I need to, like see for me photos. for me
0: it's the handwriting
1: I need to see like actual proof because like just talking about it I need to actually like yeah see
0: it so yeah that's that's one that I think about a lot I don't know I don't want to believe it because it's kind of a crazy theory but like I don't know it's definitely weird and I do believe that like there was definitely a stunt double like going out there because you know a childhood fame at that time was so toxic and I can only imagine like how much Avril was actually struggling I don't know. It's a conspiracy theory. No, I understand. I'm intrigued by it. So the next one we're going to do, and I'm going to really blow your mind with this one. Disney picking Frozen, the title for the movie, as a distraction. Hear me out. So in 1996, Walt Disney died from lung cancer. A few weeks after his death, a reporter claimed that he snuck into the hospital storage room where he died and saw Disney's body in a, in like a cryogenic metal cylinder thing. So that he was like frozen. Okay. To like preserve his body, right?
1: So if one day, like they can bring people back, exactly, to life, right? they preserve
0: Walt Disney. Robert Nelson, the former president of Cryonic Society of California, claimed that Disney, Walt Disney, wanted to be frozen. So, in his 2014 memoir, Nelson claims that he received a call from an associate of the Walt Disney Studio to get information about being frozen. So, around 2019, the theory that Frozen is a distraction started. Because when you like there became a lot of rumors out there that Walt Disney was frozen. So it became this thing where any time you googled the word frozen or whatever, there'd be like tons of articles about Walt Disney. Disney. Right. So what they're saying is that in 2019, when the movie Frozen came out, they titled it Frozen as a distraction so that when you Google Frozen, nothing comes up about Disney being frozen. All that comes up is the movie and it being like the most popular movie ever. So now when you Google Disney frozen, search engines pull up the movie, not his frozen body.
1: That's really weird. Right? Wait. So is he actually frozen or not? Oh, we don't know we if don't it's know. confirmed
0: or not. We don't know. He might be. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: No, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever.
0: Like, I don't, I don't even know why that's such a big deal. What, like, why would they want to like cover that up? Yeah, I don't, like, who cares? That's
1: what I'm saying.
0: Anyone listening, if you have any opinions, you can leave a comment about whether or not you think this to be true, or why you think Disney would want to hide that or cover it up. I just think it's really interesting and kind of relevant because I don't know. It's you Disney. know, I love Disney. Of course. <laughs> Next one. This is a classic one that's obviously going to spark a long conversation. The Kardashian curse. Okay. A woman ancestor of the Kardashians went to the forest in Armenia and sacrificed her soul to four witches in order for the woman in her bloodline to always have fame, money, and beauty. So this is the theory that this happened. And in return, all the men close to them will suffer.
1: Oh, I've heard this one.
0: So the theory is that this, like, this woman ancestor put this curse on them it's like a curse and a blessing at the same time, right? So they have fame, beauty, money, everything, but the men that come into their lives, they never leave well. So good examples of this, Chris Humphreys, Kanye, Tristan Thompson, Scott Disick, Lamar Odom, all these people, like especially more relevant, like Kanye, honestly, really not doing well. And Scott Disick, like, he's not. I feel like he would probably be like the least affected by the curse because he's kind of still doing his thing, but like, he's, he's out definitely here, been like, affected by the curse. He's definitely been affected for, for sure. sure. It's weird. Tristan Thompson, Chris Humphreys is an interesting one. I mean, he became completely irrelevant, but like also yeah. like really hated after that marriage. Who he was married to, Kim. Kim. Oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Really crazy. French Montana dated Chloe. He's honestly not like, I don't think he wasn't got hit like by a, the curse that bad, but wasn't there like a just Kendall drama relevant. too, like with someone she was dating? Kendall, I feel like isn't, she doesn't have that like thing because she's not a Kardashian. Okay. For my listeners, what do you guys think? Like, do you think that the Kardashian curse blends over to the Jenners? So yeah, that's the Kardashian curse. I think it's an interesting one. I definitely will say the exes have had some, some tough luck out there okay. for sure really interesting especially the basketball players like they usually their careers get like tanked after they like break up with a kardashian like, now nah, we're gonna do another one that i think is fun birds as government drone oh my god The theory says that U.S. officials made bird species extinct in the 20th century and replaced them with surveillance drones. So this guy named Peter went to a Trump protest after he was inaugurated in 2017 and he joined these protesters in Memphis and he just held up a sign that said birds aren't real and it was a complete joke at the time because it had literally nothing to do with the protest but he held up this sign and like so many people like picked up on it and like social media went crazy with it. It's become an online joke, but like so many people have now done like more and more research and really like dove into the theory and like, it's become this whole thing where people now believe that birds are not real, that they are government drones and TikTok, the TikTok account has over 850,000 followers and the hashtag has over 350 million views Instagram account has 400,000 followers so this one is like big like people really like follow this I personally like if there's any part of it that really I believe do. yes because pigeons don't make sense like pigeons I don't believe it with other birds if you're in New York City there's pigeons literally everywhere right. but then if you go to Westchester do you ever see a pigeon sometimes no there's no pigeons in Westchester. There's no pigeons like in the suburbs. They're like in these major cities in Europe. When you go to like Italy or whatever, they're all over the streets, like right. everywhere. But they're just so invasive and gross and weird. And I just don't, something seems wrong to me. Like they just don't make sense. They charge on power lines. Why are birds always on power lines? Cause they're charging. Okay. But my question is what are, what's the good
1: for it? So what? that the government can watch us. So you believe in the government watching us?
0: A hundred percent. You do?
1: Absolutely. For like good or bad? Both. Really? Yeah. A hundred percent. Like for what though? That's what I'm more confused about.
0: Like so much research, ways to keep things going the ways like they've been going. Like, why do you think things like take years to change in this world? I think that we're a hundred percent being watched. Our phones listen to us. No, I, I, if our phones are listening to us just for ad purposes, the government is definitely listening to us. I
1: agree with that, but I don't know the, the government watching us. Obviously, I know that the government is watching us, but it's like I hate thinking about that theory.
0: It all goes together. Like our phones listening to us for ad purposes to cater I think our ads.
1: I think that's the weirdest thing. I think this is something better to talk about. That our phones. Okay, conspiracy. That our phones listen to us because all right,
0: let's do it. We're getting into it. This now. one I
1: can actually get into. Okay, all right. you and I will be talking about something. Let's say we're literally talking about like an ice cream place like a vegan ice cream place because i'm dairy free like that i want to go to but they're also regular and like it just looks amazing and like we had just been talking about it like i kid you not everything i will get on my for you page on tiktok or like ads on instagram or whatever like they will all be about it and this has
0: happened so many times okay but you definitely have googled like dairy free frozen yogurt (laughs) places and like there's things that your phone like has in its like actual like settings for me what's crazy is when I don't search it I don't google it, I don't buy it but then I'll be like okay perfect example the other day I was at Whole Foods and I bought the hello brand toothpaste right and didn't say anything and then someone was trying the toothpaste and was like what is this toothpaste brand I really like it and I said it's the hello toothpaste brand that's it One day later, she says that the next thing that came up in her Instagram ads was the Hello toothpaste. Okay. That's a much better example. But she didn't Google it. She didn't buy it. Like she didn't do anything. I said to her that that was the name of the brand and then it came up in her ads. And that's why I believe that the government's listening to us too, because if our phones are doing it, then the government's definitely doing it. Okay. We're going to get into the Simpsons because I think this one is really crazy. And I like, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting that the Simpsons literally have predicted so many like major things that have happened. It's my
1: favorite one for sure. If I believe in any of them, like so much, this would be mine.
0: Okay, that's fair. So a lot of people believe that the Simpsons has been predicting the future for years, like years and years since it came out. People say that things that happened in the show years ago have now happened in real life and that the show has consistently been predicting the future since it first started. So, a few examples that we're going to dive into. In 2000, The Simpsons predicted Donald Trump to be president.
1: That one was fucking insane. Like who would have thought that like
0: no, in the 2000s like at that time,
1: like he was an actor. But isn't that insane? No, but he had his own show like at that time like no one thought he was going to be president. No one thought he was no, going to be mean, like No, I mean
0: we were shocked pol- to find out that he was when we found out. You know what I mean? Like it it just like For that to be predicted, I think that was a good one. Lady Gaga's Super Bowl halftime show. In 2012, The Simpsons had an episode where Lady Gaga visits Springfield for a concert. She performed her songs while flying over an audience. And then in 2017, she performed at the Super Bowl and flew over the audience. She jumped from the roof and it was exactly like it was in the episode.
1: Do we think that was inspired by the episode?
0: That one could be slightly questionable. Okay, wait. Here's another one. in tw- in 1995, nearly 20 years before Apple Watch was released, The Simpsons created smartwatches. Yeah, that's nuts. I'm in sure 1995 they to be talking about smartwatches. Who the hell is writing The Simpsons, and why is he psychic? Okay, I feel like we've done enough on The Simpsons. We've done enough on conspiracy theories. Are there any other ones that you love that we didn't touch on?
1: The Chuck E. Cheese pizza. What's that? That like Chuck E. Cheese would like cut like use old pizzas and like put them all into one. You have to
0: uh, wait. I'll show okay, you. yeah, let's look that up. Look I this need up. To see that.
1: You got to see the pictures because like they all look like different um, pieces of a pizza. Like they don't look like they actually like like they don't go together. Correct. That's
0: insane. <laughs> Just like a blatantly different pizza.
1: No, like it's like that, like. <laughs>
0: i'm dead oh my god if i got a pizza that looked like that i would be so scared (laughs) so they were just like using scraps from like old pizzas and compiling them all together like yeah that's insane right i mean i buy that that doesn't even seem like a conspiracy theory that just seems (laughs) like it happened to me we're going to get into Piece 3. Georgia, I know you know what it is, but for my listeners who don't, Piece 3 is basically something I do every episode just to find a way to incorporate music into the podcast because I love music so much and it's very important to me. So this week we're just going to do 16-year-old favorites. Like, what are the cool 16-year-olds listening to right now?
1: Ooh, okay. <laughs>
0: can be anything.
1: It, like, really depends on my mood. Like, I love Steve Lacey, but like, I really like Greasy Abrams. I like, you know. Okay, so give me, one,
0: give me one Steve Lacey song that you love.
1: Um, habits.
0: Okay, Bad Habit, of bad course. It's a classic. Number one Gracie song. Feels like. Oh, that's my favorite song. So film. good. So good, it never gets old. It
1: never does. And I really, I forgot who it's by. Hold
0: on. And then how about you give me your Freaking favorite? Freaking
1: Out on the Interstate. What's, who is um,
0: that? It's by you showed me a song the other day that I love. Kristen Maroney. We'll throw those in there. Is there anything else you would like to share before we <laughs> we come to a close?
1: What our goals are for the rest of this year? For- I love
0: that. Wow. I feel like I'm being interviewed on my own podcast right now. Of course. Always are. <laughs> okay. I would say my three goals for the end of the year are to finish out the rest of the podcast season and just continue making an impact there to continue working on my mental health and hopefully healing from things that have happened in the last year and to start being more productive and incorporate healthier routines into my life.
1: I like that. Those like are my three big ones.
0: What are your goals?
1: Um, okay. So I think my first goal would probably be like about my club to which is teens awareness of dementia and Alzheimer's and, you know, really setting up kind of a um, weekly or monthly thing that like we get volunteers to go in and, you know, help at the memory care center. And um, it's like in Beverlywood, like near um, Fairfax. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to do like pumpkin carving or maybe painting or something with them that's we're gonna decorate cookies I think and we may make dream catchers but like to kind of become more of a regular thing and like to you know get like more teens involved because it is such a heartbreaking disease and like there are not enough people who talk about it and it's so heartbreaking to like for example like see my grandpa like who's obviously like lost like is losing his wife of 50 over 50 years like yeah 55 years like just like kind of slip away like it's just like it's the reverse cycle of like becoming a toddler again you have to baby proof the house and it's just like it's so upsetting and it like affects friends and family so much because it's so heartbreaking and there's not enough places to actually talk about it or express like the way it actually has like a you know effect on you but it's something that I really want to start like making people aware about and like being like you know what it's okay to talk about it and like really like getting to understand like what does kind of still spark the brain like the cognitive things that still you know work with like exciting the brain like music is a big thing that like she still remembers and she can still sing along to like she can't she doesn't know my name like she's able to sing still like she can kind of say things and it's just so interesting how some things can still like stimulate the brain right whereas others can't when it's like so deteriorating a
0: hundred percent well i'm proud of you for doing oh. something about it and really being so passionate about something. And I'm sorry that you're experiencing that with your grandma, but I'm happy to support in any way. Tell me the name of the project again. The ta Club. So it's Teens Awareness of dementia, Alzheimer's. Amazing. Well, we will definitely share it on the pod for you. And do you have any other things that you're excited about or things that you want to achieve before the end of the year?
1: I think this is like a broader thing, but just like to make an impact on the world, in a good way and like spread like love and happiness and like be able to share that positivity with everyone and then also (laughs) to like stay at a drama
0: yeah i mean that's hard to do it that's hard but (laughs) i i will be here for you to do that um i support that for you a lot yeah i just want you to know that i think part of why we clicked so much when we first met is because i see so much of myself in you i mean you're 16 years old you're so open about struggling with certain mental health issues and certain things with anxiety and ADD and just, you know, you experience a lot of different things that I've experienced as well. And we've also experienced them in different ways. And I think it's really cool how when I'm struggling, like you can be such a resource to me, even though you're so much younger and vice versa. I think like literally the other night I was crying and I went to your apartment and like, You instantly made me feel better and like you should be so proud of yourself that at your age You're so composed and so aware of certain things that not many people your age are and not many people Your age are willing to talk about or admit that they've experienced as well So I just love you and I think that that's why our relationship is so special You make me laugh more than anything in this world (laughs) You're literally the most unhinged 16 year old i've (laughs) ever met in my life But I love you to death and i'm just grateful that you finally got to come on
1: I love you and thank you for this experience.
0: And thank you so much to everyone listening. Please be sure to tune in again next week. I can't wait for what's to come and we will be back with Georgia, I'm sure soon enough.
1: Thank you.